special guest on ESPN Honolulu, the athletic director for the University of Hawaii, David Matlin, on the phone with us. David, thank you so much for joining us. And I'll start with this. When we hear the news about NASA last week and the governor approving all the money for the new stadium, with the timing of it, what were your initial thoughts about the next three, four years for UH football and where they're going to play? Uh, first of all, aloha, Gary and Chris. Um, aloha. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that, that was a you know really good news to get the the four hundred million dollars you know approved and ready to go. Um, you know, the, you know, obviously the the big thing for University of Hawaii athletics is just the timetable. The, the when it will get done is important. So I'm I'm hopeful is obviously being sooner than later, and look forward to you know more information is coming out. But that was a, a great um, a great big step uh, to get to make that closer to come to fruition. Right, a step in the right direction. As far as the NCAA is concerned, where their 15,000-seat minimum requirement, how does that work in the next few years? Do you just ask for extensions for the reasons that were, you, you were given or dealt with? Is that how that works? Yeah, I mean, we, we actually have to the end of 23 before it really the, the, the rule really kicks in. But, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll ask for a waiver based on um, you know, supply chain and, and, some, and the stadium situation. Um, and we work and we work with the conference on that. So I think the big the big thing, uh, the big part of that waiver will be what the plan is. Um, so as we get more information on on Mason on the timing, that that will help a lot with that. So you don't anticipate that being a problem then, because I know some fans have been wondering about that. We keep hearing about it, but you're making it sound like going through the procedures well, and the process it shouldn't be an issue. Well, I I, I think we we better our chances by by having a, a specific plan. Sure. And, and and timeline on it so you know i, I mean i'm not minimizing it. It, it, it it's something that we have to work on but obviously we've been working behind the scenes on it a little bit and, and um you know I, I think we'll get through it but but we we have to have a plan and i think also part of it depends on um you know us expanding what we have here also uh, people are wondering so i'll pass along this question how are football season ticket renewals or overall sales going for football you know they're going well. Um, our renewal rate is about eighty-four percent as of a few days ago. Um, you know, um, so we probably we probably are at about seven thousand tickets already committed. Um, so so um, you know, basically get out there and renew your tickets. Uh, as far as you know, the number of individual tickets, we'll have a better feel for that after we finish uh, calling the two thousand nineteen ticket holders, and, and we're doing that in a priority order. But we're you know we're on a really good pace right now. Okay, so as far as people have been wondering, I guess the question you kind of just answered, as far as individual game tickets, that'll be dependent on the renewal when that is all settled. Co- correct, correct. Uh, you when know, we you could th- help. We could help call people too if you want. You know, we're here for you. That sounds good. That sounds Happy good. To help. Happy to help. <laughs> we'll do our part there. Uh, we saw the spring game back in April. It was a great event. Everybody came out of that just thinking it was a great uh, great venue if they haven't been there before. The game day experience was fantastic. Has there been any update on what you expect to hopefully take place starting on August 27th with Vanderbilt as far as at the TC chain complex? Yeah, I mean, we're working on uh, various game day experiences. Obviously, the spring game is, is different than an NCAA-regulated game, so there's some things you can do there that you really can't do during the game because of rules. But, I, you know, we're looking to have an zone area for fans to socialize and have a festive experience to eat, drink, um, have some cakey games, uh, sponsor opportunities for them to reach out to fans and do some neat things. Uh, food trucks, we definitely uh, – that was really popular there. That was one of yes. the things that we got a lot of great feedback on. So that's something we're going to be bullish on working with Sodexo to have food trucks. And then, you know, you know, game one versus Vanderbilt is going to be, you know, um, you know, a green out. And, um, you know, September oh. 7th is homecoming. 
uh, October 15th. Uh, we're gonna, that, that will actually be really cool. It's the 50th anniversary of Title IX, so uh, Timmy's really engaged in kind of saluting our Wahine athletes and, and, and Panty Mink legacy. So that will be cool. And November 12th, I know we have a military salute. And then, of course, uh, the last game we do senior night. But, yeah, and we're, we're continuing to look for other opportunities. But, like I said, the Bozone area is something that I'm going to be ex- I'm excited about. And, and I think the, the food truck, the, the feedback we got from that was, was really was, was really you know very solid so um you know it's, it's just about the good thing about doing it then is you learn a lot and, and you can pull you know you know, even tweak the operation make it even better we're talking with university of hawaii athletics director david matlin with the animals filling in for bobby curran on espn honolulu i know we asked you this after the spring game but for the spring game we had the stand sheriff center with a concert and i think some concessions were open um, the eight zone store is there anything along those lines that might take place on game day saturdays did you say H zone? I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Say- I mean, as far as everything open in the Stan Sheriff Center for the spring game, we yeah. had all those events yeah. in, the, in the arena. Is there any uh, follow up or anything new on that? And for having that yeah. for the regular we're, season, we're, 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 we're working on on, on, some, on some concepts for 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 entertainment away from it. Um, we we got some concepts there. We haven't finalized anything, but I, I think we'll have some opportunities at the, to, to utilize the Stan Sheriff Center. Um, part, part of it comes to do with our our, our, our permitting. Um, and we're, we're working to get that extended right now. We're at, we, we can't have events events simultaneously. So we're, we're working on a few things, um, for that, but yeah, I think there's some opportunities there. The H zone will we'll have, you know, apparel sales at, at our, you know, obviously at the venue also, uh, and that will be kind of ramped up from last year. Oh, that's good. Uh, David Matlin, athletic director, university of Hawaii with the animals this morning. David, what, what are your thoughts on conference realignment, not so much as far as USC and UCLA moving and to talk about other schools, but how it might affect the group of five, specifically the University of Hawaii? Well, you know, when UCLA and USC, I mean, I, I've talked to a lot of people um, a, a, since that happened, and no one, no one really saw that coming. So that was a, a little bit of a shockwave, and I think uh, people are just trying to, uh, I think the, what I'm hoping is that rational behavior go is happens going forward the one good thing about the mountain west right now is is it's it compared to two years ago it, it, it we had one of our they had one of the best conference had one of the best years it's had uh football wise and basketball wise last year so it, it's in better footing you know so much depends on you know are the big tens at six at 16 are you know are they going to expand more and and what will that impact beyond the big 12 and pac 12 uh it's you know if you would have asked me a few years ago USC and UCLA going playing their games on the East Coast and Midwest and going to mm-hmm. the Big Ten. I would have thought you were crazy, but right. guess what? It happened. Hey, has, uh, in the Mountain West Conference, has Craig Thompson uh, said anything about this? Maybe he's going to wait till media days come up next week. What what's what what have your friends in the conference have said about this? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Craig will address that at, at media days. We've obviously had a lot of conversations and meetings with our board of directors as well as um the ad's in the conference i mean part of it is i mean when when last year when um the american athletic conference when ucf cincinnati and houston left for the big 12 there was a lot of talk about the mountain west um you know about some schools leaving the mountain west it, it didn't happen and, and frankly we, we we came out we came out stronger and, and we're we're probably the number one group of we are the number one conference for group of five so um, so, and I think a lot of that has to do is because we stayed together. So, you know, obviously people are going to look out for what, what's, 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 what their best interests are, but you know, right now the Mountain West is in better position than it's been. And I mean, I'm sure Craig will discuss that more at media days. Right on. 
is that a good thing as far as what we're hearing for at least for football for the Mountain West? Instead of having two divisions, it'll be one division, and for the championship game, it'll be the two schools with the best winning percentage as opposed to Mountain versus West. Yeah, well, I think what it does is it gives you the better chance for uh, to be one of the CFP games, one of those slots, because the, the, when the two top teams are playing, uh, what that does is um, it, 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 it makes the win a better win. Or or, or, or or the loss, not as bad of a loss. So I think overall, with, with the way the CFP has evolved, it, it gives you a better chance at one of those, one of those to be one of the group of five teams that, that make it. You know, and when you talk about the playoffs, right now it's at four teams. But it's, I think this is really, and I don't know if you would agree, it, it's more to set up for when they expand the playoffs. Because if this is all about money, by expanding the playoffs, people make more money too. So do you see that? the reason for the direction they're going in you mean, you mean about about the, the, uh, the expansion uh, or the potential right. expansion right yeah i i think the expansion i mean yeah there's no question it's about money it's also about opportunity uh but mm. but 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 it'd be naive it'd be, it'd be naive to say that um moves aren't being made now that are, are more physically mm-hmm. motivated than they've ever been before <laughs> i mean so yeah. Uh, yeah but i think it's about money but i also do think it's about opportunity cool so, so- so the last time we talked to you, we found out at the end of the school year, the, the athletic school year, that the University of Hawaii finished second in the Big West in the Commissioner's Cup. Uh, a lot of great performances in conference play, of course, the national championship in volleyball. That's got to leave a good feeling for everybody involved that Hawaii was so successful in the Big West this season. Yeah, it was, it was you know, obviously our best year in the Big West. Um, you know, we, um, you know, broke really close to first two, but it was, it was, like I said, it was exciting. with A lot of championships, you know, five or six championships out of our Big West sporting teams, uh, obviously a lot of coaches. I think we had four coaches of the year, a lot of All-Americans. Uh, national championship is, is pretty special. And, uh, you know, a lot, of our, a lot of our teams were just, were, were just you know, our, our track team. I think we talked about that. You know, they, they you know, have, have not done well as lately, and they came in second this year by winning the 4-by-100 at the end. They, 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 they solidified that second spot. So, you know, the, uh, I think the future is bright. I'm, you know, I'm proud of our, you know, it's the staff, it's the coaches, obviously the student athletes, you know, you know, just their efforts and really coming out of COVID um, strong. I mean, because you know, last few years was tough, yeah. and I know we're not done with COVID yet, but but we came out, you know, by keeping our heads down, we came, we came out, you know, and had one of our, you know, arguably maybe our best athletic year that we've had. You know, it's crazy to think that um, we were talking with uh, Coach Bud uh, last hour. And she was talking about the um, the mental health aspect for the student athletes not playing, and what a learning process it was for the coaches. So it's it's kind of cool that it's such a negative, but there was a lot of positives that came out of the pandemic or those last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no question. I mean, obviously. Um... You know, for for a lot of the last few years, we had you know limited schedules. Sometimes we you know, we had pauses. Yeah. Um, you, you really never knew if you were going to play or not. So there was a lot of uncertainty and un, unknown. But but I do think it. You know, um, we were able to you know up our mental health resources by having um, kind of a mental health professional. Um, you know, meeting with student athletes, and, and we're we're going to probably expand that program. And, and and I think what it did is it, it I think gave everyone, including our fans, just an appreciation. And, Things we used to take for granted, you could no longer take for granted. So I, I think yeah. it just made us all appreciate the, you know, the what sports provides, the uh, uh, the you know, the entertainment value of it, the inspiration, and just also the, the way that it can uplift the community. 
Well, we are uh, 44 days away from football, 43 days away from Rainbow Wahine Volleyball. It's going to be upon us uh, very, very soon. David Matlin, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great uh, rest of your week. Okay, Aloha. Thank you very much.